Well, hello, I'm Kimberly Brock. And for the last 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. And so now I'm on a mission to help other women just like you do the exact same thing. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. I'm your host. It's episode 37. I am so thankful that you are here today. We are going to discuss three ways that you can simplify your online business because yes, you need it to be uncomplicated. You need it to be lean and mean, right? You want to make this business be the best it can be for the least amount of time that you put into it and create something special in this world. So I'm so happy you're here and I hope you enjoy this episode. Real quick before we get started, I want to welcome you. If you've never listened to this podcast before, my name's Kimberly Brock, and I am here to encourage you and guide you and tell you that yes, building a thriving and successful online business can happen for you. It happened for me. That's why I'm here, and I can't wait to help you. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you are listening to because you don't want to miss out on the episodes that come out each week to help you along your business journey and build the business of your dreams. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to the episode. Well, hello. I'm so glad that you are here today. Today, I'm talking about three ways to simplify your business. The great news is you can do it. I'm telling you, simple is better. Leaner is better, right? You want to have your business be a lean, mean machine. I know you do. And I know you don't want to work umpteen hours a day on your business, do you? No. The great news is you can have a thriving and successful business by working four hours a day. Some people work less than that. If you work full-time, awesome you can build this business to whatever you want. But most of us want boundaries. We want to only work a certain amount of hours a day and amount, a certain amount per week. And I want you to think about that right now. What is your vision for this business in terms of the time that it takes up in your life? Because here's the goal. The goal is to fit your business into your life, not your life into your business right? You want to fit this business into what you are already doing that makes your life complete. Whether it's family, whether it's Bible studies, whether it's working out every day, whether it's hanging out with friends, whether it's volunteering, whatever it is, you need to decide now how much time you have to put into this business and put a stake in the ground and say, I'm working four hours a day. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to work two two two-hour blocks and that's how I'm going to do it. And I want to tell you right now, I am only sharing all this because I've been on the other side where I had two online gift boutiques, as many of you know, that I ran for 16 years and they took over my life. They took over my life and I let them. And I don't want you to do that. And with this business here that I've started helping people like you get your businesses going, I'm going to make sure you don't let your business overtake your life. And I'm making sure that it's not overtaking mine either. And I've set boundaries. And I try to work about four hours a day. And it's it's more actually than I really have time to do right now. But I'm doing it because I'm 
still what I would consider in the early stages. I think your first two years are still early. You're figuring everything out and you're getting everything set up. Once I'm done here getting everything set up and on the right path, I'm golden. And I'm going to focus on just those things that I need to be doing that I'm best at. So today, that's what I want for you to put a stake in the ground and say, I'm working however many hours a week, if I can, right? I know some weeks are different than others, right? But that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to take steps to keep my business simple in a lean, lean processes, right? You want a lean, mean business machine, right? That's silly, but it's the truth. You want it to be a lean business. You don't want it to take over your life and you want to keep it simple. So your customers also view you as clear and simple so that they know what you offer. They know why you offer it and you are the go-to person for that, right? So here is the first one. The first one is easy. It's you need to take control of the time that you are working. You need to be super productive and effective and efficient while you are working. And how do you do that? Well, number one, you do that by outsourcing what you are not good at. And that to me is so hard. I'm gonna be honest, it's hard for me. Number one, because you have to pay for it, right? Because if you outsource, it's money. But number two, I don't wanna give up control because I like things done right now. And I know that if I outsource, I can't get it done right this minute. But I've had to give in and it's been wonderful. For example, this podcast right here, I was teaching myself how to edit the episodes and I knew how to do it. But I realized this is not my specialty. And it started frustrating me and it started making me mad. And I realized this is dumb. This is not what I'm best at is editing audio. And you know what? I outsourced it. And I'm so happy. So shout out to Cassandra. You're listening. She edits my podcast. She's amazing, right? But it takes it off my plate. I outsourced my graphics in the beginning when I got my logo done and my colors. I outsourced that. Right now, I'm able to manage everything, but there is going to be a point when I'm probably going to be outsourcing my social media and different posts and things. I'm going to be doing video coming up. I may start a YouTube channel. I don't know. I'm debating that right now. Is now the time or do I wait? I don't know. I'm trying to make sure I'm covering everything else correctly and I'm building my workshops in the background. But if I do a YouTube channel, I'm going to outsource the editing. I've already told myself, don't try to do this yourself. Because if you're like me, you try to do everything yourself. I love figuring things out. I love technology and I want to do it. But I realize it's not coming out as good as it could if I let somebody else do it. And I'm going to have to pay for that. But I'm paying for that so that I can use that time wisely to be focusing on the things that are making me money and that I'm good at and that are helping others, right? And I realize like editing the podcast is not doing that. (laughs) I can spend my time working on my content, working on my workshop, right? So I'm not sitting here trying to talk about me, but I want to give you these thoughts so that you can think about your business, that what are you not best at? What is taking up your time? And you need to be outsourcing what you are not best at. You also need to be batching your activities. So if if you create content, if you have a blog, maybe do a few blog posts at one time. Maybe you can craft emails all at one time. Check your email only at certain times of day. You need to be batching your activities. In fact, I did do an episode, episode 20. If you haven't listened to it, I'll put a link down below. It's my productivity episode talking about time blocking, and it's how I set off certain times of day to do certain tasks, and it's super helpful to do that. And just like right now, I'm recording this podcast episode. Earlier, I was working on email. I've shut everything down. 
I just focus on the podcast episode. I do this right now, shut that down, move on to the next task, but it's efficient. Otherwise, I could be flipping to social media. I could be flipping to my email. You don't want to be doing that. You want to be super efficient while you're working. So again, it's outsourcing and being efficient while you're working. That is the first way. You can simplify your daily work schedule to help simplify your whole business. The second thing you can do to simplify your business is to reduce the amount of product offerings that you have. And so what I mean by this is if you are a product-based business, what is the least amount of products that you can carry that sell the best? What is the least amount of products that you can sell that are top sellers, that are your bread and butter, that you could just focus on those? If you are a service-based business like me, What are the top two or three offerings that you can present to the world and not overwhelm people with 10 different workshops and 10 different this? Focus first, because I'm talking about a lot of you that are early stage business owners. Focus first on those one or two things that you are really, really good at and you could add a third option. That's what I've done. I've totally simplified my business. I mean, it cracks me up because I think about this business that I have here. And I help people like you in the early stages of business, and I've kept my offering simple. And it's been very hard for me because I'm coming from the mindset of two online boutiques. That one was called In This Very Room that had monogram gifts. Many of you have heard me talk about it before and all kinds of home accessories and fun things. The other website was an online boutique called Kids or Fans 2, selling kids collegiate and NFL baby gear and kids clothing. It's like booties. So like if you had Texas Longhorns, it was the baby booties, the cap, the onesie. So everyone was buying them for baby gifts. We sold the crib bedding, all that stuff. It was a blast. But I had hundreds and hundreds of products on each website. Hundreds and hundreds. And I look back now and go, what was I thinking. Why didn't I just focus on the top sellers and swallow my pride and just stick with those? Because you know what happened when I was closing my businesses? I ended up with like half a garage full of inventory. I did. And it's so embarrassing. And I was mortified for my husband to see and my family to see that like, This is what was left that didn't sell because I didn't manage my inventory properly. Why didn't I ever get a consultant or a coach or someone to help me? Why did I make it so complicated when it didn't have to be? Now, my businesses did very well. They were multi-six-figure businesses, both of them. I was running them myself. But what was I thinking overcomplicating the products? When I know the best sellers, why didn't I just stick with those and just market those? Because I know they work right? So what are you doing in your business that's complicating it in terms of products or service offerings? And I want you to peel it back. What's the bare minimum that you need? Because think about it. If you have those bare minimum products and services, you know they sell, right? You've already proven that they sell. Or maybe you're just starting and you start with the ones that you can. You see which ones sell and you push away the ones that don't and you keep leveraging those top sellers. How much smarter is that? that you are using social media to promote those things that you know already sell. You can send email blasts, you can have promos, you can advertise, but it's for the things that are the most effective. And don't complicate it by throwing everything at the wall, right? You want to always be testing, but never be in too deep on one product until you know it's proven. 
If something is easy and very low cost to test, test it. And if it doesn't work, go back to the drawing board, peel it back to those best selling products. Don't do what I did and end up with tons of inventory that you didn't need. And it's embarrassing. And it complicates it. I'm thinking I spent so much time taking photographs of hundreds of products and uploading them. What a waste of time. Okay, don't do that. Don't make the same mistake I did. Okay, here's the third one. The third way that you can simplify your business is to simplify all the technology and backend tools that you are using on a daily basis. Now, in the days that I had my online stores, we only had certain options. Today, you have so many awesome options. It is so much easier. I can't even get over it. How quick it is to build a website, how easy it is to set everything up. I mean, you guys, it's amazing. If you're starting an online business, it's just such a great time because there's so many wonderful tools. So this is what happened to me for this business. So I started out on Wix and I didn't love it. Now, a lot of people do. So this is not nothing biased against Wix, but I didn't love it. I ended up switching over to Squarespace, which I loved. But then I was starting to gather all my data and work on everything for this workshop, which is discovering the best business for you. So side note, if you are struggling trying to figure out what kind of business to start, I've got a workshop for you. And so I'm so excited about that. But I had been struggling with how to integrate that with my email programs, with my landing pages for people to find me, with the analytics, just tying it all together. I kept trying low cost tools and I was trying to sync everything and I was making some careless errors and stuff wasn't syncing right. I thought, this is a nightmare. I need this all in one place to save me time and to save me from user error, okay? And that is when I just recently moved from Squarespace now to Kajabi. And you're probably thinking, what is Kajabi? This is for people that are offering online courses, online workshops, or even membership sites. And I have a link down below if you want to try it. It's a 28-day trial. It is awesome. Because for me, it saves me so much time and angst because all my tools are together. My email program, my website, my workshops that I'm creating it's all in one tool. And it is already saving me so much time because I was getting so frustrated learning all these different email programs and linking them up with the website program and linking. It just became a nightmare for me. But I'm going to tell you, Kajabi is expensive. But I realized I needed to sit up and say, how many hours do you want to be working on this business today? And if Kajabi is the answer for you to be able to not work as many hours, then that's what you need to do. And that's what I did. So I want you to think about it right now. When you're setting up your business, use as few tools as you can, obviously, and don't overcomplicate it. Now, I know costs are a factor. So if you start with like Squarespace, you can get Flowdesk, which I love their email program. It's beautiful and awesome too. And that's a really low cost way to have your online store and you can go from there. If you're a product-based business, I recommend Shopify. Do that. It's awesome. I, in fact, had the email program built into that. So when I had my online boutiques and I eventually migrated to Shopify, that was awesome because I didn't have to keep using MailChimp. I was able to use the email program that was integrated in there, and it was amazing. Now, there's different apps you can use that are integrated in there, but it really helped save me time because that's what I'm about. I'm about saving time, okay? Sometimes the time is worth way more than the money to me because I realize 
sometimes you have to sacrifice. Sometimes you have to pay more, but then it incenses you because you're like, okay, now there's a fire under me. I'm spending money on this. I need to get moving, get everything pushing forward. So if you need help trying to figure out what tools are best for you, please contact me. I work with people just like you that are frustrated with the tools and trying to figure out the best one for them. And I can recommend based on your situation and what you're doing to help you figure out the most streamlined, cost-effective way to build your business that's going to save you time, right? So my point is, what can you do to simplify your backend systems? Make sure you're not paying too much for a whole bunch of tools to integrate or that it's costing you too much time to use all these tools. You may want to consider going to an all-in-one tool, something like Kajabi. So just a suggestion. So let's recap. The three ways that you can simplify your business is one, taking control of your time, outsourcing, batching, time blocking. Okay, so you're gonna be smart with your time and putting a stake in the ground for how many hours a day you want to work and setting that out ahead of time. That's really the most important thing, because I think if you can do that, you can build your work around the time that you have. The second thing you need to do is simplify your product offerings. Don't go crazy like me. Thinking, think of me with my half a garage full of inventory that was absolutely ridiculous, because number one, I never asked for help on how to manage inventory. But number two, I just threw up anything I could throw up on my website and just waited to see if it sold and some items didn't and sometimes they would get reordered and they weren't selling and ended up with inventory. So it's silly. And if you're service-based or you have digital products like me, remember to keep it simple because you're going to confuse people, okay? The third way to take control of your business and keep it simple is to simplify all your backend tools, okay? Don't use 80 million different software applications, okay? Keep it simple. Get it together if you need to and do an all-in-one or If you're able to manage many tools, then go for it. That's awesome. But just, I want you to think about it. What's causing you frustration and wasting your time on the back end with everything that you're doing daily? So that is it. I'm so glad you're here. Just as a reminder, if you are trying to start your business and you need just a checklist of things that you should be doing, I have a free checklist for you. Yay. That is 16 things that you can do to make sure you're starting your business properly and things you need to be working through. So you can download that below. It's free for you to help you. So I'm so happy again that you are here. I'm so excited for you building a business. It's one of the best things you will ever do in your life. I'm telling you, I love, love, love having my own businesses. Thank you for listening. Until next time, we will talk soon. Have a great day. Bye. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.